Hello, welcome to the final swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Hey, it's Nikki. So, how are you liking the podcast episodes? I've heard from so many of you that you're really enjoying them, really learning a lot, and I'm so grateful to have this time with you. But I would love to ask you if you would like to take our relationship to the next level. I'm not just going to court you anymore. I want you to actually commit to me because I'm ready to commit to you. And I can, we can do that together by joining my program, Living Your Best Love Life. So it's kind of like the podcast on steroids, but we're actually actually making a shift where you're not just like listening and kind of taking it in and hoping that it sings into your subconscious, but actually doing the work to shift the way you feel about dating, to shift your energy, to shift your luck, right? Because once we start shifting the internal understanding, we actually start seeing something different. And I can do so much more with you if you join the program. I only have a few minutes with you on the podcast and it's just like not long enough. And I want to get to know you and I want to give you the exercises and I actually want to shift you from where you are to where you want to be. And I know how to do that. So what I do all day, all the time, but you know, I need you to join in with me. So this is my invitation to commit with me, to join me, to join this program. It's called Living Your Best Love Life. It's a collection of videos and meditations, shamanic healing, super cool stuff. I love doing that. It's like a shift of the energy and plus Q&As with me. So you're actually going to be able to work with me. We're going to do it live and it's way more affordable than my one-on-one sessions or my private sessions. So I'm just working with you, but in a group. So it's more affordable, but of course you're getting so much more. So sign up today, three twenty-five. Sign up today at nikkinovo.com backslash love. I cannot wait to do this work with you. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Final Swipe. I am Nikki Novo, your host. Okay, so today I would like to speak about something that I see in my practice often, which is the heart chakra. So um, those of you who have worked with me before know that um, in my private sessions or even my group programs, I'm reading energy the whole time. I mean, I'm reading energy all day. And so are you. You guys are reading it too. Just we have to learn how to be trained to like know what we're doing, but you guys are doing it. So one of the things that I look at, of course, with the client is with my clients are the chakras, the chakra systems, which are basically our energy centers. So when I say that I can read energy, what I'm doing is I'm looking at those chakras. They're the things that guide me. And of course we have one right above the heart and it's called the heart chakra. So in that energy center, I'm either going to see it. If it's in balance, it's either going to be, there's a few things. It's, there's a few ways that I know that it's not completely balanced. It's either like off to the side. So it's like not in the right place or um, it's too big. So because it looks like a little circle and it's green and it's either too big or it's too small. And a lot of what I see in that area, as you can imagine, is the chakra being closed off. So having like an actual, like almost like a little cage around it. And it's so funny because when I started my journey, um, I was an editor at the time and I had this friend, this girlfriend who had went to some like weird healing session and she looked amazing. Like after this healing session, like she even looked different and she was like my more like pathetic friend, you know, like that was like really pathetic when it came to love. And I was like, Oh my God, like I, I need to do whatever this girl's doing. So 
at the time, since I was an editor, I was able to like write about um, a lot of these experiences. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to reach out to this woman, see if I can write about her and like experience this healing. So I go, and this was um, when I discovered this healing called Theta Healing, which is one of the things that is actually the first training that I had um, in energy work. And um, basically when she was going through my chakras, the first thing she saw, it was she saw my heart. She's like, oh, you have a broken heart. And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> like crying, like, yes, how did you know? Because <laughs> I was just coming off a, bro- um, a breakup. And, um, and you know, it's just so funny because like she didn't know me, but that stuff shows up in our energy. So I see that often all the time too. And it's interesting how much information comes from our energetic body if you know how to read it. So um, it's a real thing. And I totally recommend you guys looking into chakras if you're feeling called to it. I do have a find your heart. I'm sorry, clear, cleanse your heart chakra meditation on nikinovo.com. It's nikinovo.com backslash heart and it's free. So feel free to check that out. So anyways, in the heart chakra, which is obviously like an important energy center, they're all important, but it's an important energy center when it comes to dating and love. Um, and in that, I either see one or two things. And one of them is the, the closed off, right? So, you know, um, the very guarded, and this comes from a, a few things. Sometimes it's like, because we've had relationships that have hurt us. So we, we close it off. And of course we don't want to be hurt again. Or, um, we've had, sometimes it's like we've had a really hard childhood, let's say. And, um, it was easier to just, like close off and, and not feel any of our sensitivities because what happens is when we open up the heart, we start feeling more. And sometimes we've learned that feeling, um, is really uncomfortable, you know, and it, and it hurts and, um, it could be, you know, like really detrimental or whatever to, to like how, you know, how we do our day to day. So we learn to, to close it off. And just like seal it up completely, which is more of like my, that's like my student that is, you know, that hears that people tell them like, oh, you're hard to read or, um, you seem closed off or they're walking, you know, they're going to events and their arms are crossed or whatever. And it's, you know, not on perfect. It doesn't mean that you're an awful person or a bad person. It's just you are protecting yourself. Um, I'm more likely to close my heart than to open it too much because the other flip is to have like a fully too open heart, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and it's funny when I met my husband, uh, he's definitely like more heart open than I am. And like, I feel like he's always reminding me and teaching me how to do that. And my kids are and things like that. But, uh, even when I met him, I started having like weird, like back problems when we were sleeping together because I would sleep into this like little ball and like do my best to like bring my shoulders in, put my head down so that, um, so that I was like protecting my heart. Cause I was like, Oh my God, at night, like this guy's going to like feel my heart and like, he's going to destroy me because I'm going to feel, and then he's going to leave me. And Oh my gosh. So like I had to, and I was going to like the masseuse and she was like, your poor little heart, like open it up because I was really struggling. Um, when we were first together, like really kind of afraid of opening myself up to him. So that's usually like the, the, I would say that's probably more, um, typical is kind of like the closing of the heart and knowing that you know, there's a time for that. Like sometimes we come off of like a really bad situation and we have to, um, you know, we have to get to a plate. We have to kind of protect ourselves, but knowing that like now that you're ready to receive love and now that you're actually ready to be in love, it's okay to open it little by little. And it doesn't mean that we're like, okay, taking off all the protection and the boundaries and all that. No, it's that as we start to let 
people into our lives that we let them in little by little. Like they give us a little bit, like they show us that they're a little open to us and then we show a little bit, right? So it's like, it's not like, oh, on the first date, like, let me tell you all my deepest, darkest secrets. It's like, oh, you're kind of, you're sharing about um, how you feel about your boss. Like I'm going to share a little bit about like how I feel, right? So like kind of noticing that we open little by little and knowing that it is safe to open my heart. It is safe to, um, to trust people and allowing your, knowing that like you intuitively will know who is safe to trust and who's not the safe, who's not safe to trust. And knowing that like you can open little by little. And even sometimes you might open a little bit more than the other person, but at least you'll know like, okay, like you see, like he's not meeting me or she's not meeting me. So it's okay to open like little by little. And it's, and you know, a lot of times like we can't connect to people, like a lot of us who, you know, that are complaining and saying like, I don't know, I just don't ever have a connection that comes from having the closed heart. So one of the mantras I love to recommend in this situation is it is safe to open my heart. Even if you're not with somebody, even if you're just kind of getting ready, it is safe to open my heart. It is safe to open my heart. It is safe to allow love into my life, right? Because it's a feeling of being unsafe. That's why we close it. So if we want that real like soul-based love, we do have to get to a place where we are opening the heart I can feel people, I can feel you guys feeling uncomfortable, those of you with the closed heart. So I, I feel you, but um, little by little, it is safe. And knowing that it doesn't, it's not a huge jump to, um, you know, one of my fears was that I had opened my heart so much to my ex-boyfriend that I was like, I just can't imagine doing that again. Like it was just so hurtful. So in my next relationship, I thought that I was going to have to be like that open as I was towards the end of my past relationship. But the truth is, I was that, that opening happened little by little. So knowing that if you have had a very open heart at some point, that your next relationship doesn't need to start at that level. Of course, you little by little, like grow into that. Also knowing that it is important, even when we're not in relationships, to have more of a, you know, to not be afraid of our sensitivities. Um, cause a lot of us do this because we don't want to be sensitive. We're like the crier or we're the one that like, you know, like that feels too much. So you're like, it's just better not to feel, but you do need to feel because that is your body is what's going to direct you in, in the right, in the right place. And it, it needs to be able to feel. So making sure that we're taking away all the things that numb us so that we're able to feel so that we're able to intuitively know where we're supposed to be going, like where, you know, what's right for us when it comes to love, what's right to for us when it comes to work, whatever it may be, and making sure that we're, we're feeling, um, enough, right? Now, if you're feeling now that sometimes you, you don't want to go there because you feel too much. And I get, I come from, I'm, I'm extremely sensitive. As you can imagine, my whole family, my, my kids, my, my husband, they're all very sensitive, you know, people. And it's hard for us sensitive people to like be out in this world and many times, but there's, there's different ways to, to work with that. I always say that, until you find a um, outlet for that sensitivity, it feels like a burden. So when I discovered writing, I was like, oh, this is why I feel. When I discovered this kind of work that I'm doing, it's like, oh, this is like in my work, being sensitive is a superpower, right? Like you guys, anybody who's done a session with me, it's like, oh my gosh, she's like a superhuman. But no, it's not that I'm a superhuman. It's that I have this thing, the sensitivity, and I learned how to use it in one specific area because it was like part of like my gift. But if I would have never learned to do that and maybe I was working, I don't know, 
as a, you know, doing, doing something else that didn't feel right for me, it could feel like a super, super burden. So making sure it doesn't mean that you guys who are sensitive need to go out and find some sort of job that helps with that, you know, that like is an outlet for the sensitivity, but making sure that you have some sort of place for that, um, that there's some sort of, um, you know, outlet expression of that sensitivity. It could be art. It could be, um, writing. It could be just something that like you do that, that allows you to, you know, maybe it's helping people like volunteering. Um, maybe it's just for yourself, right? Like maybe it's just like for your own, your own clay work or whatever it may be, but finding something that allows you to use that sensitivity because you have that sensitivity for a reason. It's not like, it's not a waste. It's, it's there for something. And then of course, you know, like learning, learning how to use it and learning when not to use it. Right. So I feel like that was a little bit of a tangent, but I feel that it was important anyways. So the other thing that we see in the heart chakra is when it's a little too open. And that's the, you know, the overshare, that's the meet a person who seems great and you're like, oh my God, like, like this person's great, like let's get married, you know? Um, and that we do that for several reasons. We do that because, you know, this is tiring and we're over it. And it would be when you find a good person that you have somewhat of a connection to, it would be nice to um, just, you know, lock it in and get this over with. But also we do it because um, that's just the way that like we function, you know, like we may come from a very like open family and friends and things like that. And like, that's just the way we show up. But recognizing that everybody has different paces. And sometimes when we come out with like, too open, it almost seems like we don't have any um, like criteria for for dating, and also it can kind of overwhelm the other person. And 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 when we overwhelm the other person, we don't allow that person to like slowly grow into opening up on their own pace. So it's like we like smother, you know, like the opening, and we need. It's kind of like when we overlove a plant, like the plant is supposed to like, you know, slowly open um, the, the flower, but like we're like overwatering it, let's say. And then of course it's just going to drown and die. <laughs> so if you're feeling that that's more like you, you go fast and like you jump in really quickly, allowing yourself to be like, to take a few steps back, right? So that you can give the other person space to open and also give yourself space to see if like you even like this person, right? So kind of I always like to use, um, I like to use words to help us stay in check. So like if you find yourself, um, seeing somebody that you're pretty interested in that you're like, Oh, this is cool. Like I'm, I feel connected to this person. I feel connection. You know, a lot of times we might be like, Oh, I'm just like obsessed because he's like so good looking or she's so, she's so hot or, um, you know, he sounds amazing and, you know, he just has so many great things going on and, you know, he's amazing. He's amazing. Like he's super impressive, whatever. When we say things like that, and that may just be the way we talk. I mean, at least in Miami, we're very, we, we're very exaggerated. <laughs> so we use words like that. Um, and so if you find yourself doing that, knowing that like when you use those words, you get, you get ahead of yourself and almost like imagining that the two of you are on two streets, like, um, and you're both walking at the same pace, but all of a sudden, as you start to use those words, you jump way ahead of the other person. So we want to make sure to use our words wisely. So if you're feeling like, okay, I'm kind of interested, you know, like I'm feeling something with this person and, and you know, it's tr- it's hard because like it is fun to get excited, but you want to use your words properly so that you're not jumping super, super ahead and you allow the relationship to grow and not, you know, smother or self-sabotage the situation. Words, good words to use are, um, 
I'm not sure where this is going, but I'm really interested. I'm really, this person, I'm very curious about this person. So I like the word curious and interested because it kind of shows like, yeah, like I like you, I'm interested, but I have no idea where this is going. I'm not attached to where this is going. But for today, it feels good, right? Rather than what, which is what we usually do, which is I like what I call, um, like monogramming too soon, which is like basically like we're, you know, we're jumping ahead and we're thinking about like where this is going. And of course that's, that is natural for us to like want to do that. But really once we go into the future, we'd not, we're not allowing the present to really grow. So we have to, and, and we can only get to the future if the present is growing. So we need to focus on allowing the present to have a place to grow and to have a good foundation and to have a nice place to bloom. So we can do that. We can help that situation and keeping ourselves grounded and present in what is currently happening through the words that we use. So making sure that you're using words that keep you at the beginning of the, of the street, right? Like not going like super ahead of the other person. So using words like interested, curious, I'm not really sure where this is going, but I'm enjoying this. Um, I, I'm enjoying it so far. It's It's been great so far and I'm really grateful for the connection. We'll see where this goes, that, that kind of talk. Because the truth is also that also brings you, that tones you back, but it also reminds you that like you're choosing too. You know what I mean? Like you, you only know what, what you know, maybe some things on paper, maybe you, you know, maybe you know based off the person's looks and a little bit of what you feel. But at the end of the day, like this person hasn't truly shown themselves to you yet. They're, they haven't shown that they're worthy of you yet. So really learning to feel, to like allow yourself to choose and to remind yourself that you too are choosing in this, right? So using words to help you in that process. So that's my little spiel on the heart and kind of how we can bring it back to balance into like a healthy place where we're, you know, open and vulnerable and, um, you know, we're, we're like welcoming love and we're welcoming an open heart. But at the same time, it's a jewel that we're protecting and that we, um, respect and that we honor it and making sure that we do our best to keep ourselves somewhere in the middle. Okay. So if you're feeling like you are not so sure, totally check out that meditation, the, um, heal your, heal your heart chakra meditation, which is nikinovo.com backslash heart. So feel free to check that out. Um, and also, um, you know, you can always reach out to me. I would love to help you with anything. So, all right. Thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day and I hope that helps. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at nikinovo.com.